pod. It's from outer space. What's up, party people? Welcome back to Killer Pod Matter Space. I'm a used to be a host, now I'm a producer. My name is Jeff. With me, Why do you keep saying that? <laughs> it's funny to me. I don't know. <laughs> With me, as always, is Mr. Vinny. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode on the hotline. As usual, we'll uh, put them on the Jameson Stout Edition hotline. We got Brother Pete. All right, maybe <laughs> Peter. What about Hello? Sean? There he is. is. Oh, oh! I didn't. I, I heard Jameson Stout and then nothing. Yeah, audio is a little choppy to start this one. Sorry. All right. All right. Cell phones. Yeah, I'm trying. And we'll put him back on the Batman Beyond hotline. We got brother Sean. Hey guys. What's happening? You know. We also have some new in-studio guests. We got Alyssa and Eric joining us. For our Halloween kickoff. Hello. Welcome. Season. Yeah, we had a watch us or die to really kick off October, but now we're we're in it. And I missed it. Had it go. It was good. It was fun. Nice. I pushed the buttons and stuff, and that's good. Use the knobs. It was it was good. I was very nervous. Don't mess up my knobs. Yeah. But we are in it now, and it is War Games Halloween. We're going with Haunted House Top Thirteen. Should be a doozy. Four four people picking. Four teams, I guess I should say. Four teams? Well, one there's, team. There's Alyssa and Erica picking together. Well, that's just one team and well, four people. Include everybody in the teams. <laughs> but I don't have a team. You don't have a team. I did ask, I did ask my wife for advice, but I... What honorable really mentions am? only. Does she have good input? Mm. Nah. Mm. Average. Does she have any baking tips? Mm. Yeah, what are they baking <laughs> she, up there? She, she, uh, I got some gluten-free cakes, gluten-free cookies. And, well, this is this is for uh, a specific order of a dog. Uh, well, I don't want to hear stuff. about it. <laughs> yeah, probably has lemon in it. <laughs> you lost, you lost me at gluten. As soon as you yeah, bring, as soon as you them, bring it up, I'm done with you. Steph made some banging uh, apple snickerdoodles. Delicious. About an hour ago, that was good. Full of gluten. All yeah. the gluten. Just extra gluten. Yeah, just dumped more gluten in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, All right, let's kick off with some beers. Yeah. Who wants to go first? Jeff, why don't you kick off with your root beer tonight? I'm back on the Virgil's, the handcrafted root beer. September, or uh, sober September's over. That is correct. But Jeff's sticking with the root beer because he's being a responsible, grown-ass man, mm-hmm. as some people would say, because mm-hmm. he has a 6 a.m. shift tomorrow. Um, yeah, waking up is hard to do at my age. Um, <laughs> Pete, what do you got? Um... Hold on, my hatchet just broke. Your hatchet? Um, on your, like, hatchet man yeah. pendant? Because you're what a you, juggalo? What do, you use, <laughs> what do you use to open your beer? <laughs> whoop, whoop. My teeth. Um, I have procured from my uh, boss's wife, who's a marketing person, uh, from Dogfish Head. I'm not sure if this is actually released or not yet. Uh, wake Up Worldwide Stout from Dogfish Head. Oh, that's a big boy, it, huh? It is, uh, it's a, no, it's a regular, well, regular bottle. Yeah, but isn't it high uh, ABV? I'm trying to find if it's, 
I'm pretty sure that's a 10% or up. Oh, might be. It's not written on here. Pete's going to get silly. Sean, what do you Delicious. got? Uh, I stopped at my local brewery. I went to Crime and Punishment. They just released a Fest beer. So I picked up their Hayride 5.5%er. And they serve them in crowlers. It's the only way. Either that or growlers if you go there and you want to take some away. So I'm going to drink all of it. That's festive. It is oh, yeah. It is a big boy. I'm going to pour it in a glass because I don't want to drink it out of here. But Fancy. Eric, nice golden. Got? I'm jealous for Eric's selection. <laughs> yeah, I got the Haunted Acres IPA from uh, Warwick Farm. 6.2%. Warwick Farm. Banging. Yeah. Out of Bucks County. Yeah, beautiful uh, brewery. It was nice there. There was a very uh, entertaining sounding food truck. It was at the brewery, and that's why uh, Eric and Liz went. What was the food truck? What's it called again? Lunchbox. But like, With three X's. A oh, lot of X's. Like, I'm into that. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. And there's a, and if you if you check out their Instagram, they have a lot of like videos like showing the sandwiches, but which all sound banging. But then it's always like. Come get one, like C U M, and like they'll have like mayonnaise oozing out of it. Oh. When you I hope we have this in the menu, when you come. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I need to find them ASAP. <laughs> the sandwiches were delicious. Oh, I like I like to some, put three X's our in all my words with X's. Oh yeah. All right, and listen, I uh, we're going full October season. Pumpkin <laughs> ale. It's uh, from New Trail Brewing Company out of Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Zombies are people too. Uh, so it looks, like, it looks like it's just a classic pumpkin ale. We've got maple syrup in here, vanilla, pumpkin spices. I haven't had this one, but I can tell you they also have a double zombies. That is their imperial pumpkin ale, and that was phenomenal. Double zombies was real good. That was good. Like that, that that's up there with brains and punkless dunkle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the I think yeah. punkless oh, dunkle is my favorite. I like that. It's not bad. It's not pumpkin, you know. Screaming pumpkin. Yeah, I love when they're sweet. Yeah, this one's this one's tame. I have a whole stash I've been collecting for the last month. When are you gonna start drinking them? Soon. When are you, I have. Are you gonna probably bring, tomorrow? Are you gonna bring some brains over here for? Yeah, they, okay. I got stuff in the fridge for us. I got some of that John of the Dead. I got brains. Oh, I got John the Dead. I got something else. I forget from Spring Out. I got a, my fridge is stacked right now. Ah, so. Sweet. Um, but yeah, I've been actually curating, like taking the beers and I'm matching them up with a movie I'm going to watch. So I think I want to start with, um, Lancaster Brewing's Baked and Tales from the Dark Side. Okay. Because the, if you remember the wraparound story. Oh yeah. I was like, that makes yeah, that's, sense. that's good work out of here. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I, I just picked up a six pack of that today. Nice. I got, Dana, Dana loves that one. I got something from the Chamonix, Young Pumpkinstein, Pumpkinstein, however you want to, but I haven't, uh, haven't tried it yet, so hmm. I've heard it's I, uh, I, I had my dad pick me up a four pack of those, and I think they're waiting for me in Bucks County oh. next time I make it up. Yeah, I have them sitting in the fridge. It's just, like I said, it's just a matter of starting it up. Well, did you have any news? Did anyone have any news? We're we just jumping right in here. A, I just wanted to movie. mention one thing. Uh, it's on Shutter. I believe it's under the newly added section. I was telling Jeff about it. It's called Trick or Treats uh, from yeah, 1982. Yeah. Now you have your Trick or Treat, which is a modernish anthology and very overrated. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. 
And you have Trick or Treat, also from 1982. I don't remember, but it's great. Ah, awesome. Sammy Kerr. Heavy Metal Horror. Oh, are they are they doing a Mahoning Night of this? Yeah, they are. They're double featuring up there. With Trick or, Trick or Treat. Yeah. Yeah, both. And so this is Trick or Treats, and yeah. it is a bananas gem that it's one of those like how did this get made or why did this get made yeah <clears throat> uh, you have a somewhat disturbing opening scene with a husband randomly getting attacked by men in white to go get locked up in an asylum but it's a very long drawn out scene of him getting locked up and so he gets locked away in an asylum the mom is evil and just wanted to lock her husband up to bang this dude <laughs> And That's evil. The kid, the kid <laughs> is uh, just like a, a spoiled brat, but he's also a wannabe magician. Babysitter mm-hmm. comes over Halloween night. He's torturing the babysitter with all these pranks and um, gags and stuff. Meanwhile, the dad's trying to break out of the asylum to get his revenge, and it all comes nice. crashing together. Yeah, I'll have to put that on the list. I it got, is. I got so it's bonkers, much. but in the best kind of way. I'm gonna I love get... a babysitter. If there's a babysitter in there, it's always good. Yeah, babysitter was a salute, too. <laughs> <laughs> Rubber baby buggy bumpers. <laughs> That's all I have. All right. Anybody else before I get into my trivia? Um, I don't think so. All right, yeah, cool. Yeah, we got a pretty decent-sized list here. So we got to watch this or die. Uh, from what yeah, I... Nope. War games. War games, I'm sorry. Um... um <laughs> From what I gather, it's going to be 13 picks. Mm-hmm. Haunted houses is the subject matter. Well, we did. Uh, we clarified haunting. Doesn't have to be in a house. Okay. So any kind of haunting. Okay. But the fine line is going to be making sure it's not possession. Ooh. All right. That's we... the fine line. Well, my trivia is based on mostly haunted houses, right. but it doesn't matter. Um... So what do we got here? We got you can win trivia and pick from the first pick, getting the first, first pick. Overall, yep. Yep. Uh, quantity over quality. Um, money in the bank. That's the big one. And then you know, if you don't get anything, you're just picking last. Money in the bank's on the table. Uh, if Liz or Eric choose that, they're gonna have to use the money in the bank or nothing at all this evening because we don't know when they'll be back on, and that briefcase can't just be held. It's not like Brock Lesnar. Held hostage. Yeah. <laughs> what about Brock Lesnar? If he won the briefcase, he, he wouldn't be back on until, like, SummerSlam. <laughs> he hasn't um, been back on. Exactly. So if you do quantity or quality, you get picks 13, 12, 8, and 4. If you go money in the bank, you get 11, 7, and 3. If you get the somewhat loser pick, you get 10... Six and two. If you're going for number one overall, you get nine, five, and one. Uh, just for clarification, the money in the bank, because we haven't done it in a while, means you get to cash in your prize and steal anyone's pick anywhere on the list. And right. take it as your own. That is right. Um, I had something to say, and I completely forgot what it was. Oh, uh, yeah. Sean and Pete, remember, you text me in your picks. You guys write them on your, yeah, yeah, we got your cards and hand them over. I will announce the picks as they come in. And um, let's have a good, clean fight. Let's kick this thing off. I don't want to hear any nagging. I don't want to hear any whiny, Vinny stuff. 
I'm not no the whiner. Punches. I'm the one that usually gets the, all the shit. Yeah, and then you whine about it. Well, yeah. <laughs> all right, so my first question. I kept them pretty easy because there's a big crowd tonight. Um, in the original haunting, what is the name of the house they are in? Like haunting, like 1963? Yeah, the haunting. Hill House? That is correct. Ah, but I thought that was the haunting of Hell House. Uh, it's, it's the same name. 1949. <laughs> That's why I said the original. I, I beat Son you. Son of a bitch. I win. Um, I lost my pen, but Pete, what would you like? I am climbing the ladder. Oh, boy. Money in the bank. And reclaiming. It's, it's always going to be his. It's always going to be his. So that means you're picking at C, so your first pick will be 11. All right. And, uh, yep. My next one. In The Shining, Jack Torrance has a son. What is the son's nickname? Oh, no. Oh, what is his nickname? Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Little um, fucker. <laughs> it's not a little fucker. <laughs> is it not Danny? Well, that's, that's his, real his real name. name. I keep wanting to say... Uh... Danny's, Danny's a nickname. I keep wanting to say keeping, Roach. Keeping it 100. <laughs> Roach. Um... <laughs> I don't think uh, that was it. Fuck. Somebody's gotta know this. No, it's oh. five seconds. Four seconds. Three. Two. I, I, yeah, wow. I'm drawing a complete sad. Yeah, I'm not gonna get it. Nickname is Doc. Doc. Because he likes it. Bugs Bunny. Yeah, What's yeah, up, yeah, Doc? Yeah. Well, you guys suck. Yeah, that's bad. Um that's all I really brought to the table tonight. Uh, I'll see you There's later. four people in there, too. Well, it's hard with haunting movies. No, okay. Um, th- this is an easy one, a super easy one. What Oscar winning actor stars in The Changeling? Uh, George C. Scott. There we go. What would you like? Uh, I want quantity. You want quantity? Big time. So that means some bad Big picks time. are on the way. Big time. Well, they're not bad picks. Just misunderstood picks? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Sean, where you at, bud? I'm here. What, what do you want me to ask you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to defer here. Give the uh, give the new people uh, their pick. And Actually, I'll pick what? There's no... Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're I still doing say, trivia. It is a nice gesture. Yeah, just just, Very just ask a question. But new people. Yeah, I'm just because <laughs> yeah. it's because it's whether you get one or not. All right, I'm gonna do it this way. Like, do you want one? Because I want B, so you can have on a way. on a scale of one to ten. Like he said he wanted B too. I think. How bad do you think? I think the new Halloween's gonna be. Mm. It's gonna be a three out of ten. Sean. Uh. Two out of ten. Ooh, three wins. I had a four. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm really getting low expectations for this movie. Damn. Which might make it better, hopefully. So Sean, it could be so bad it's good. Looks like you got number one by default. Fantastic. <laughs> number one. What's Sean gonna do? Yeah, I'm, I'm one? just going to. I'm just going to pick whatever's left. Because <laughs> I don't have. I don't have any of my list ordered. I only just ordered my list while we were sitting. Well, the the order doesn't really matter anymore. I no, realized yeah. like especially, last time we did especially this. when especially when we have four people picking you and I only have three picks. It's like well, yeah. And actually, one of them is non one of them is non negotiable. It's my it's gonna be my first pick. So, and I, I don't have a, a clear cut number one in this list. I don't know about you guys, but 
Oh, I got clear. Mine's kind of fluid. Mine's clear cut. I should say ours. ours All right, well, it starts at 13 with Vinny, and his card is in. And he chooses Below from 2002. Like, B-Low. Dark Horse? Anybody? Below. Nobody seems to care. <laughs> I've just never heard of it. This is never a heard of it. 2002 gem that is a World War II haunted submarine movie. And you know how I love my aquatic cars. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yes. Uh, the IMDB description, very brief and to the point. Strange happenings occur on a World War II submarine. <laughs> that's, that's, that's I'm looking at it. It's got, it looks like it's got a solid cast. Yes. Cast. So it is a uh, very solid cast of current and 2002 that guys. Like, Everyone in this movie, you're like, oh, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've seen them, and like, it's that guy from that movie. Uh, the whole submarine's full of those people. And what happens is they are on a mission. Uh, it's not your typical rescue mission, like we see with a lot of space horror and a lot of other aquatic horrors where there's a distress signal and they go to check it out. Uh, they're just on a, a secret mission in. A European ocean of some kind and stumble across a sunken ship and I guess like the paranormal transfers over to theirs and it's a lot of back and forth like is it just they're claustrophobic and paranoid or is there actually something paranormal and freaky going on and it escalates uh, almost um, what, what the fuck is the space one that you guys were talking about that's probably going to be on the list. Event Horizon? Yes. It uh, escalates like Event Horizon, but undersea in a submarine. And it is very good. I, I picked up on this one a few years ago as like a blind watch and fell in love with it. Uh, it's got good jump scares. It's low budget, but, you, but they... Uh, it's not like CGI heavy it's all on a real submarine on the surface level and, and below uh i mean I'm, the below is obviously probably a studio but really good stuff good craftsmanship good scares and very unique it's not every day you see a world war ii epic and the, the battle scenes are actually really it starts off more like a war movie than a horror movie with the like hunt for october battle scenes going on uh below the surface it's it's a fun ride yeah the death seems like they're Probably really good, like drowning. Like, yep, get yep. scared, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the claustrophobia. I mean, like that. Like they, it, oh. it, it leans on that heavy. I can imagine. And everyone being like stuck together. It's and it, it's good stuff. I wanted to sneak it in here. I would only put this as, as the thirteenth pick, but uh, it's nice to get it on here. Right on. Well, you're up again. Oh, like, I know. Let me just, you know, I like to pull my year. Might, might, be, might be the same year, actually. Oh, no. Then he's number 12 is in Dead Silence 2007. Is that that puppet movie? Yeah, is that the puppet one? Dark Horse. Mm -hmm. Ugh. <laughs> I like that movie a lot. This movie, 
I still don't know to this day why I get so much heat. I know why you like it. But it's my boys. Yeah. James Wan and Lee Winnell. Their follow-up to Saw. Um, you can tell they got some enjoyment out of doing the Jigsaw puppet thing. Because then their next movie was all around a ghost lady that loves puppets. And you got Billy, the ventriloquist, and his merry group of men and women. Uh, this movie has all the darkness and like filming style that Saul has, but they go from the you know torture, trapped, psychological thriller into a paranormal uh, haunting story. And it's it's very uh, the the timing of it being 2007 that part doesn't hold up it's very very 2007 with the actors that are in it and the things that are going on on camera but it is creepy I and mean, when you put that there's plenty of horror movies that have gone down the scary doll scary puppet road but this one is very effective it i've seen this quite a few times and just revisiting it for this episode still gave me the creeps with what they do with the dolls and the the effects that he uses which are are definitely cgi the, the effects that he uses for the 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 ghost uh what's the woman's name mary shaw mary shaw yeah do you remember her little rhyme yeah it was something um, mary shaw if you well, if it, you wake her she will yeah if you uh if you scream you're fucked yeah that, yeah if, if you see her in your screen you, you're you're fucked uh, there's a little rhyme that goes with it. I forget what it is. But all the images he uses of her, uh, whether it be her face doing jump scares, uh, there's like stuff with like her her hand and her face slowly coming on camera, all super effective and, and creepy. Uh, you have Donnie Wahlberg as the dickhead cop. Which Love is that. Donnie. Isn't he the dickhead cop in Saw 2 as well? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he is. There's probably a reason. He's also a dickhead cop in like some. (laughs) He proved himself in Dead Silence, and James Bond was like, "Hey, why don't you uh, come on back, Donnie?" Donnie. Eric Matthews. That's his character in Saw. So you had to do was sit there. Why did everyone hate this movie? Uh, at the the time, I I, remember just not liking it. It never, it never, like, it could easily be one of those ones that catches on later as a cold favorite. Well, no, but it's 2007. It hasn't happened yet. I'd watch it again. Um. But I remember it getting a lot of heat, and I don't know why. I don't know. I feel like it, I was it, really sour on this movie when it came out see? for whatever reason. I don't know if this was all the Saw hype, and it was so different from Saw. I mean, but it also wasn't that different. It was like you had Jake Saw the puppet, a lot of puppets in this. The filming style was very similar. Like Lee Winnell, the way he wrote it was, it being different subgenres was kind of similar to Saw. Like it's very bleak. Uh, I feel like within the span of a, within the span of a couple of years, you had this movie, you had Annabelle, you had that movie The Boy. There was a lot of like mm-hmm. doll doll horrors happening around that. But this kicked it off. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, I just I don't know. It was I don't think well, I've ever seen it. I would recommend it for a rewatch, especially during the Halloween season. It is streaming on Peacock Premium, I believe, and. Good stuff. Definitely deserves being on number 12 because you have not a haunted place, just a ghost story for this one, which I dig. 
Okay. I'll give it a rewatch. I mean, I remember hating it, but I do remember anything with like weird puppets always. Like, remember Fear.com? I was always like intrigued by that just because of the cover. <laughs> That's a bad movie. I know, but I'm saying the cover got me. Like, I'll always be that video store kid. Yeah, they have yeah. a good cover. I mean, this had a great That's cover. A bad movie. It was just the puppet's face. Yeah, it's creepy. That yeah, wasn't that good. Anywho, on to number 11, which is Pete's pick, which is a shocker. Uh-huh. From 1995. Too low? Too, too, too high? <laughs> uh, from 95, Casper. It's too low. Oh, hell oh, yeah. For Christ's sake. Oh. I mean, I oh, thought someone yeah. would sneak on fucking Beetlejuice, but Casper, Pete. <laughs> Casper's better than Beetlejuice. Christina yes. Ricci, no. Casper's yes, not better is. than Beetlejuice. Yes, it is. Uh, yes, it is. Dude, this movie, first of all, I would have put this in the top three. But, you know, I didn't want a full-on meltdown. Uh, had to make the list. And, uh, I mean, there's not. What bad can you say about this movie? I mean, it's, it's really? not bad, but... it's you. This is, like, the most rewatchable thing of 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 halloween in the 90s as far as i'm concerned it's better than hocus pocus better than uh halloween town it's better than uh nightmare on nightmare i don't think before it's christmas than, i don't think it's better than hocus pocus everything is better than nightmare hocus pocus christmas. is fucking stupid i'm gonna second that i i prefer <laughs> halloween town over hocus pocus did you see sarah Jessica parker when she's flying over that town on the broom with that push-up shirt <laughs> that was like Deep into my spank bank when I was like twelve. <laughs> I always felt. I, I always felt I Billy was Butcherson was just so a people, sad people, rip off know, of Edward Scissorhands. Most people, you think, you know, fell in love with Christina Ricci as Wednesday Adams. No, no, no. When she moves into Whipstaff Manor in this movie, with Bill Pullman as the trying to be cool dad, uh, so 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 heartwarming. So. So good. It and really gutted me when Bill Pullman becomes the ghost, though. Dude, this, this movie hits on so many, so many, so many levels. Uh, you know, and it, it's actually like a little bit spooky at times, and uh, um, you know, it's a it's a haunting. There's no way you can deny it as a haunting movie. Oh um, yeah, yeah. And the ghosts are so good, and Dude, the, uh, the cameos, the cameos in this movie are awesome. Oh, yeah. hey, doesn't Dan Aykroyd show up as a Ghostbuster? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. All right. I like it now. It's been a long time since I've seen this, but... Mr. Rogers is in it what? for a minute. <laughs> is he really? Clint, East- yeah. Clint Eastwood is in this. Yeah. I remember Clint Eastwood being in it. Yeah, yeah. Huh. So, uh... Yeah. I mean... Weird pick. I just fucking love this movie. And uh, I had to sneak it in at the bottom of the list. This was, this was the movie I was such a big deal about so um i haven't seen this in forever and i don't know when i'll give it oh you gotta you gotta rewatch it it's it's a great halloween season movie yeah it's a good uh a good spooky season staple i remember (laughs) i don't know that i'll ever watch fingers (laughs) oh you got devin a young devin sawas in this yeah yeah Jeff, when are you going to watch it? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll sneak it into the Cannibal Night or something. <laughs> between uh, <laughs> between Holocaust and Fear Ox, I'll throw Casper on for a little. 
little, little relief. Little bring down. <laughs> some giggles. Dude, the whole, the, first of all, how awesome would it be to live in that house? And there's the whole, like, crypts where the guy yeah, has the resurrection sick. chamber. It's so cool. All right. All right. I mean, I mean, I, I don't feel like I need to talk about this. I don't know a person that hasn't seen this movie. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those universals. Maybe it'll uh, rekindle some rewatches for, for people yeah. listening. One of the creepiest but most endearing lines. Can I keep you? Yeah, creepy. That is creepy. But he's a little boy ghost. He doesn't know better. He's a dead kid. Well, come on. Yeah. But he, his parents left him outside too long. He froze to death. A little creep. <laughs> Everything you know, about this happens. movie is wrong. You know that how, how that happens in the 1930s? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the 1930s were rough. Where the hell's that kid? Uh, I think we left him outside all night. He went sledding two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> eh, we'll, uh, just, we'll just get another one. <laughs> yeah, we better just have another one. All right. Who's that? Listen, Eric, next? I think, I think so. The, the team pick, only one team, Vinny. Okay. Just one team. Uh, is Visions from 2015. I was excited to hear about this one. I never heard of this one. I saw... Okay, this is totally my pick. Eric has never seen this movie. And honest to God, nobody I know has heard of this movie. Um, I watched this movie when I was in college. It stars uh, Isla Fisher, also known as... Well, better known as Mary Jane on uh, Spooky Island in Scooby-Doo. And it, I think the, the IMDb actually says nothing it just says a pregnant woman and her husband leave city life behind and go to a vineyard she begins experiencing terrifying visions so this movie plays out just super haunted house haunted vineyard uh it was burned down because the previous owners they had all kind of paranormal activity going on and they wanted to combat evil spirits but as the movie progresses there's super like there's a couple subplots there's a lot of like twists and turns and I don't want to give it away because nobody's seen this movie, but it turns out at the end, everything you think is com the complete opposite. There is still paranormal activity in the house and she's having these visions of stuff going around the house, wine bottles shattering and whatnot, but uh, it's not for the reasons that you're thinking. Yeah, she told me the twist. It, it, it sounds like it's quite the twist. Like nobody even knowing it, Even knowing it, I'm still going to... Um... It's it's Definitely like impossible to explain too. It's like even it's even too hard to explain the twist, like just in words. Like you see it and you're like, oh my god, it all makes so much sense now. Like when it clicks, I was I was honestly really surprised. I think it has like 19% on Rotten Tomatoes, though it's universally <laughs> hated. But this was my right. like bottom of the list. I gotta throw it in. Nobody talks about this. I dig it. I love finding a new discovery, so I'm I'm pretty excited to watch this. Is it streaming I on may anything? Have, I may have seen this uh, and I just kind of like don't remember it. It was on Netflix. I know that. You know who it has? A um, uh, Big Bang Theory. Jim Parsons. Oh wow. He's in it. I don't watch Big Bang Theory. Yeah, it's a decent decent number of big names in this. I'm looking at it right now. Streaming on Stars, if you have it. Oh, I don't think I have that one. It's a it's a Jeff's favorite Blumhouse. Oh, is mm -hmm. it? Yeah. Uh, I'm out. Sorry. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's, that's odd that I would miss a Bloodhouse blood blood huh? from 2015. Because well, that's before... It's early Blumhouse. Yeah, it's 2015. Like, that's before they were cranking stuff out. I thought I was consuming everything from them. All right, well, that just intrigues me even more. Yeah, it's definitely a little cheesy, but it's... No, it's I'll check it Jason out. Blum. You know I think I've seen this, and I don't remember anything. I would like, check I it I, out. Like, put it on drunk or something. I would check I it out as sure. a Blumhouse just because I'd never heard of it. I feel like they like, overhype every movie they make. Like, it's going to be the greatest movie to this side of the 20th century. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? 
It was okay at best there, uh, Ryan Turk. Chill. Yeah, yeah. I was say, I wonder if Ryan Turk likes it. This was like a Netflix discovery, like, probably like a year or two after it came out. It was just straight to Netflix. I love when those happen. Alright. Sean's pick is in. Number so, nine, right? This is a doozy. Cause it's a, it was low-key, and I thought I was going to hate it. I, I had mixed feelings on this movie. We did a whole episode about it uh, from 2020. His House. Oh. Ah. Well, you guys did an episode on this? Yeah, we did a, a Watch This or Die with Lyle, as a matter of yeah. fact. Oh. I actually had this uh, at uh, number seven. Yeah, I now I'm kind of worried about what's going to fall off, but I really like this movie, uh, and I thought, well, I wish I had a lower pick, but number nine seems fine. Um, the IMDb bio on this says, a refugee couple makes a harrowing escape from war-torn South Sudan. But then they struggle to adjust to their new life in an English town that has an evil lurking beneath the surface. So I don't know if this is considered a foreign film, but it's about a Sudanese couple that uh, escapes Sudan and, you know, they take a like a midnight boat ride to try to get to uh, Europe and they lose their daughter. Um, that's not a spoiler, but... <laughs> You know, they, they they end up in this house and, like, all sorts of weird shit starts happening. They get followed by this witch, and it's they, just, like... It's they lose her up. or they lose her? Oh, they lose her. She's dead. Deadsies. But that's, like, in the opening... Yeah, that's that's in the opening. Yeah. Movie. No spoiler. Uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely concur with this. This this so, movie captivated the crap out of me. Was uh, Did we both give it a watch this or die? I mean, a watch... I had mixed feelings about it, but I definitely said watch it, I remember. Because it was like... This I, was so yeah, different. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. I liked it the first time we saw it. I, yeah, during the watch, I was kind of iffy. Then, like, towards the end, I was like, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it definitely builds up. It had some yeah, moments, had that's for sure. There's there's definitely some spooky moments. And I think, you know, it's got a message about, you know, migrants and all that. So I was trying to be a little... The big, uh, the big reveal... Political, but. The big reveal is really good too. It doesn't even have, really have anything to do. Well, it does have to do with the haunting in a way, but like it, it's something else. Like it's a good twist. Yeah, and this, this was a Netflix movie, so you can find it there. But uh, I enjoyed it. It was a good one. Wow. Anyone? Anyone have thoughts? Peter? I haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't seen oh, it. Oh, check it out. You'll yeah. like it. Yeah, you so far, I've only seen one movie on this list, and it's mine. Right on. <laughs> Oh, and, and maybe yeah, because you're doing your 31 days of horror, so this is just giving you material. I'm. I already have a list, but maybe well, maybe sub some stuff out. I got to double, got to double up some double features. Yep, double features are the best. I can't wait to go on vacation just so I can do that. All day double features. Um, I don't know where to go here. Well, it's your turn, buddy. Because I saw Liss and Eric's list, and I don't want to... You can't be peeping at people's lists. No, we peeped. We Whoa, swapped. Oh, we swapped there them. was a yeah. list. We swapped. This is collusion. We're checking out other lists. Mm-hmm. I don't want to blow theirs up, but I think I'm going to do a thing. Mind you, I came here with no knowledge of what was going on. I left my notebook at home. I have nothing. I was completely unprepared. <laughs> <It's> naked. <laughs> naked, alone, and cold. Is that what the show's called? Uh, something Afraid, like that. Yeah. scared. <laughs> naked people in naked the woods. Scared. Yeah. Another one of my dad's favorites. My dad watches so much TV. It's insanity. Well, he's retired, isn't he? Yeah, but he's, God, how's he getting all now. in? Yeah. And he, and he talks to the mailman. He goes on walks. Oh, dude, they were walking TV. hard the other day. Phil's got in the playoffs. It was a, <laughs> it was a hell of a walk. He put in like <laughs> three miles with the mailman. Um, number eight 
Um, I'd say a show favorite at this point. It's been talked about a lot. Yeah, it has. Uh, it's, it's on the marquee of fame, I think. Filmed in Mahoning Valley itself in Lehighton, uh, Hell House LLC. Wow. Too low? Quite low. I panicked. Um, I almost put it at nine. I, had it I was two. worried my next pick was going to be low, but it's fine. Well, yes, yeah, they had it at two. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, but, like, it was naturally my number eight. I'm picking the eight, so I, I went with it. Uh, yeah, we've we talked about this movie. This movie has become a staple that I watch at least once a year. I will be watching the first two of the trilogy. The third one eh, falls off. But I'll be watching the first two definitely this month. It is... And it's something a little bit different that uh, from other movies that might end up on the remainder of this list. It is a a haunt that is being made for the Halloween season that happens to be haunted, uh, and the people that are creating it are living in the house as they get ready for the Halloween season and making the big haunt and opening their haunted house. And stuff starts getting very screwy, and people start getting haunted. Images are appearing, and then it just all breaks loose for opening night for their for their haunted house attraction. Uh, the scares are super effective. It's very low budget. It's a lot of it is like found footage that POV style or all of it, and it just it creeps the hell out of me. And I love that it's a local Pennsylvania house and locally made. Uh, I was telling Liz, they're actually, the house that it's filmed in is open as a haunted house this year. I, I think they've been doing it previous years, but this year I think they're modeling it after the uh, Hell House LLC movie. So mm. I, guess you're, I guess you're getting a similar experience as the movie as you go through the haunt. Which, Trying to entice those demons. Yep. Yeah, don't leave those clowns down there. The, the clown stuff is the wild. The clowns in the basement? Yeah. The clowns in the basement, the clown... When they do the thing, when they it's like there's a lot of uh, waking up in the middle of the night, grabbing the camera to go check things out. Which why they're grabbing the camera, I have no idea. For the light, man. For the uh, light. <laughs> and there's like this clown image at the bottom of the stairs that is just is just wild. That shit and scared me. Stuff's yeah. moving around. It's it's really good stuff. Uh, it's almost I like, highly recommend it. It's like that movie had no right to be any good. Right. And it, I was like, whoa, it's that was so, awesome. so cheaply made, but the craftsmanship is just awesome. The uh, scene where he has the, the curly-haired guy as the GoPro in his bedroom, and he's like, wakes up, and he's like doing a corner. little vlog, and she's yeah. at the door. Holy yep, shit. Yep. Uh, the ending has a really good wrap-up. It, it's awesome. The, the sequel is also really good. The third one I saw, but I remember being disappointed. I don't remember liking the second one. I think the second one was okay. The third one was... What's the one with the news thing going on? The second one. That's yeah, the second one. I couldn't get past the that. The third one is just like, the third one was the Lake of Fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was like right, more about right. the owner or the guy of the hotels. Yeah, I don't, I don't need a backstory prequel that that far in, but definitely recommend this one. Pete, where did you have this fall? Um, four or five. All right, well, there's a few spots away. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think when we get I'm into, not, I'm not shaming you. I'm not shaming you. When we get into six and up, that's like no nonsense, uh, no Casper shit going on in top six. <laughs> yeah, that's why I put it in my first. <laughs> All right. 
We're going back to Pete, and it's not Casper this time. Uh, 1985, House. Mm -hmm. Hello? Are you waiting for our response? Uh, did I lose him? Uh, did I do the fall thing? No, nah, it's still there. It's the Peter? Call. Peter. The, the call is connected. Sean? Hello? I wouldn't straight off the bat necessarily call it a horror comedy, though it's definitely like definitely a bit slapstick at times. Are we being haunted? Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's more slapstick Ooh. than... What the hell just happened? Dude, were you talking that whole time? Yeah. Oh, I got, uh, I got nothing. Cut out. Yeah, something cut out. all of a sudden, I, you're I, like, I wouldn't call it a haunting <laughs> movie, but like, what, are we no. getting punked? <laughs> oh, I could hear him. Oh. Uh, all right, well, we're all here. Sorry, be good. I'll start from the beginning. Yes. I was born in 1989. <laughs> um, yeah. No, so um, all right. So this movie, <laughs> I wouldn't straight up call it, it, it. It's 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 kind of billed as a horror comedy, but it's got a lot of good scares in it. And uh, I wouldn't necessarily call it a straight up horror comedy because it definitely has more suspense than some horror. Like it's not straight up. It's it has some slapstick elements, but um, some of that being. Um, the neighbor, uh, Norm from Cheers, uh, George Went, uh, who's kind of like the nosy neighbor. Um, basically, what happens is this guy who's a famous, semi famous writer, he's had like one or two hit books from, and he lives in New York, uh, inherits his aunt's house, and he like barely knows the aunt. She dies, he inherits the house, and, um, he moves there to kind of as his uh, as his writer's retreat to write his book about his experience in Vietnam. And he starts having all these crazy Vietnam flashbacks and like real experiences of like a soldier and then like random ass like demons and walls and shit. And uh, um, finds out that the house is like a gateway to hell. Um Solid movie. Um, Sean said that he's a fan. Anybody else? Seen oh it? yeah, I, yeah, I, I love it. I enjoy this one. Yeah, I got Bull from uh, uh, Night Court as the undead soldier. Uh huh. I, yeah, love love the practical effects. Yep. Uh, yeah. The, uh, the, oh, the, the zombie, the zombie Nazi, whatever they are. The uh, figures are awesome. The comedy works really well. Um, I mean, I, I think this is full-blown. I mean, it has its good uh, creepy moments, but I, I think this is full-blown horror comedy. And the there's only two movies I mean, that I think fit. This and Housebound are the only two that I think even fit as horror comedy in this in this list. Yeah, and it's and it's it's all. I mean, it's. I guess the reason why I don't think of it as straight horror comedy is because of like some of the more modern horror comedy. Because this is like it has so much '80s cheese to it that like. I mean that's just in a lot of '80s horror, regardless. Yeah. So, the sequels really fall off for me in this one. I, I don't know if it was Jeff the, or Pete. I've only seen the first one, but the second one is pretty highly rated as a as a decent sequel. But I've never seen it. I think I think it kind of fell off. How many sequels are there? Uh, I think it's a trilogy. Yeah, I think it's only a trilogy. Okay. Uh, I mean the second one was fine it was i mean i only watched it once and i don't know if i'll 
Like maybe I'll do a revisit sometime. The third one I thought was pretty rough. I don't know if I'll was this a Joe Bob or did I watch this on my own? Probably. I don't. I, don't I think, think it, it would have been on your own. Yeah, I don't remember. Okay. It's definitely. It'd be. It'd be fun for a, It'd be a fun for a Joe Bob. Yeah. yeah all it would be all three are on Shutter. Yeah. Uh, it's got a great poster with the the freaky dead zombie hand like ringing the doorbell. Yep. Yep. Good stuff. Have you guys seen this one? I have not. It's good. Um, I've, it's I definitely seen definitely good one to check out. <laughs> yeah, good good practical haunt type scares. And good laughs. Let's be careful, like it. <laughs> All right, where was that? Number eight? That was seven. Or seven, I'm sorry. Yeah. All right, now we're in the top wow. six. And a lot of pressure on Listen Air, because now we're in no nonsense. I, I switched it up, too, actually. Before we do top six, we're going to do a quick intermission. Oh, Jesus. Play the intermission song. I don't have one yet. <laughs> And we're back. That was a wonderful new intermission song. Thank you, Peter. Uh, we are on the number six pick. Did you save that? Yeah, it's in there. Oh, okay, good. Oh, it's staying. It's staying forever. Uh, number six pick has not been handed to me yet. It was done. It is now in. Um, number six. Uh, from 2013, The Conjuring. That's low. So, I originally actually had The Conjuring at number two, and that's Eric's, like, number one, I would say. I had it at three. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to get interesting. Sneak it so, in. Yeah. Uh, obviously, James Wan, huge fan. I'm a huge fan of his. And uh, Vera Farmiga also, she's in this movie, and I will watch anything that she is in any time. Um, but I think the first one was actually my favorite one out of all of them, even though a lot of people like the second one. But just the, the vibe of the house, but it's not really the house. It's kind of the land. And then, you know, they have five daughters. The daughters are kind of going through it. And hide and clap. Everything that goes on in that movie is just spooky. The it has, bureau thing. Um, yeah, when they're, mm-hmm. they're she's blindfolded, but like the, they're coming from in the bureau. She thinks the kids are in there, but they're not in there. Um, it had a couple good jump scares and just... The, the Warrens thing, like, done right the first time. was, yeah. like, monumental the first time they did it. I think this is by far the best of the the franchise. Um, yeah, the, the scares in this, like, really got to me. This movie freaked me out when I saw it in theaters. Yeah, me uh, too. Like, I was shook. Yeah, the, the sound. Ugh, the the sound shaking. And yep. She's on the top of the, what's that thing called? Um armoire yeah yeah armoire that's right that when she has uh when the mom has the match when she gets pushed on the steps she's lighting it up with the match and then the hands are behind her and then yep. the clap yep. uh and then the whole like witchcraft thing and then it becomes it goes from like haunted house to possession and the the change is like seamless mm-hmm. and it's terrible like that that whole exorcism thing in the basement with the sheet over her that mm-hmm. is uh, nightmare fuel, like it is so that good. Mom, the the woman that plays the mom is good too because she looks crazy. Yep. Peter Shaw. The only oh, there you are. The only thing I wish you. about this movie, the only thing I wish about this movie is that like I had like some if, if that it was a movie I somehow discovered without like all the hype behind it and the previews because I feel like 
like this was a this is a big horror movie like with with a lot of budget behind it had a lot of promotion behind it and i just like for me personally i know we talked about it on here about different stuff i hate any time that like i see something in a preview so like you know the the thing the clap behind the head thing like that was in the preview um and there's just certain things that i wish i like you experience raw like without um it's still it's creepy and like that doesn't change but like you know it would be that much creepier if you just like imagine blind. imagine discovering this movie like on shutter how you do a random movie and then and then it's this movie like that it would be that's the, true. even even next level yeah uh, that's a very good point like, good, if you go in completely blind to this it'd be a whole yeah. other level of of uh fear but other than that, I mean, it's I, I'd say it's a near-perfect movie. Wow. I, I feel like this movie suffers not through any fault of its own, because, but because, uh, what's his name, Patrick Wilson? He mm-hmm. starred in both this and Insidious within a couple of years, and, like, mm-hmm. I haven't seen both of these movies a ton of time, and they just kind of bleed together for me, and I'm like, I don't know which one I actually thought was really good, or both of them I think are really good. Yeah, they're both really good in, in different ways. I don't think um, Insidious is that great. But... No, I, I like The Conjuring better, but it's been a while since I've seen it, so I think I, I'm like thinking back on which movie I liked, and they bleed together a little bit. Not that that's The Conjuring's fault, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I think no, I like this movie. It was on the list for sure. I don't think it would have the same effect without that theater sound for me. Uh, that was just crazy. I don't know. I, that's one of the only movies I can think of where the sound was just like, holy hell. Thought like mm-hmm. the place was gonna crumble. That and the little, uh, the little like mirror music box that she has when she can only see the spirit in the music box. Yeah, you see it behind yeah. her. Oh shit. Uh, Conjuring two though, the nun mm. part. Oh, yeah. That was nuts. And I like the the addition in The Conjuring 2 with the old man. So there was kind of two spirits there, so they didn't really realize that it was the, the Valak or the nun. Yeah, the first that, that, that nun part yeah. with the, the portrait and he's stuck in the room, like that that was something else. It's getting closer behind her in the mirror. Yep. I never saw the second or third because this is around the time where I started getting really about not watching anything new. Watch <laughs> the second, skip the third. Right. Definitely skip the third. The third one was... Uh, yeah. All right. Eric, what do you think? Which which one do you like better, the first one or the second one? Because uh, probably the first one. Yeah. Oh. So probably would bet that's unanimous. My brother fought a hard fight that the second <laughs> one was much better. Nah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I enjoyed the second one, but this first one, I really got to me. Yeah, um, I was. Yeah. Glued to the edge of my seat for this one. All right. Good pick. And then Pete saying it's nearly perfect. Oh, for it to fall to five. Mm. Where'd you have it, Pete? Um, somewhere around here, four or five. Okay. All right. Well, we are at number five now. I'm sorry. That was at number six. We are at five with uh, Sean. And he's keeping it in 2013 with uh, a movie that surprised me, Oculus. Ooh. Sean told me I was mad. I forgot about this. This is a great movie. Haunted Mirror. So haunted I didn't mirror. put this on the list because I didn't want to not be Haunted House because it's like a haunted object. Yeah. So I, at first, I didn't so have it on the we, list, we but, it. but I would have you, put this on the list. Yeah, you can argue that it's not a haunted house, but 
my argument against that was that the mirror basically exists in the house for like 95% of the movie. So all and of fucks the, the house all her in the house. Uh, pretty much most of the movie resides in the house. So I was willing to consider it more of a haunted house than I'm not, uh, mad but the whole, the whole movie is that it's a haunted mirror. Um, you can always money in. Well, no, Pete, you're money in the no. bank, right? He's no. like begging him to, like, please, just money. No, no, no. Use no, no. <laughs> Pete, use up to me, uh, money in the bank, if you want. But yeah, um, a family moves into a new home, and as they're furnishing it, the dad, uh, he makes a purchase and buys this antique mirror from I don't know, sixteen or seventeen hundreds that has this crazy past, um, and it it kind of starts after all of the events that happen to this family happen where the parents are both killed quite violently. Uh, and the daughter, um, goes through these lengths to figure out the origins of the mirror. And, you know, they saw all the supernatural shit and they're she's trying to clear her brother's name because he, um, he was involved with the death of the dad and it just, you don't know what's real. You don't know what's, what's actually happening it time jumps between the past and current time it's very trippy it fucked me up this movie was awesome uh it's mike flanagan who right now i feel like is on top of the horror game he's the maestro uh it just it was so good uh it was unexpected for me i i feel like i've seen this around for so long and never watched it and i finally watched it and just thought it was great let me tell you why it was a surprise before you go any further it's a WWE film. Ah, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, so as soon as I saw a WWE film, can't be good. <laughs> Where did they come from? <laughs> they produced it. I don't, I... Good I, on I noticed that last. I noticed that when I watched it, too. That, that's it's like technically right a sequel screen. to See No Evil. <laughs> uh, there is a, a little Triple H Easter egg in it when um, the they're like auctioning off the mirror or whatever. They say it was acquired by the Levesque family. Which is his, ah. his real last name. I thought you were going to say, it's all about the game. <laughs> That'd be bad. If the it's game... All about the game. <laughs> that actually would have been another, a sweet ending. Uh, it's another mainstream, like, modern mainstream horror that's really good. Yeah, this one's very effective. Like, this... The the Apple light bulb scene is... Oh, the light bulb was so bad. Oh, yeah, I love that. Wow. I went into this movie like you guys were saying about The Conjuring. Like, I went into this not knowing anything. I didn't see any trailers. I remember I actually watched it with my brother, and I was shook, like, blown away. I love this movie. Yeah. And I love that redhead, the, the main girl. Oh, Ooh, right. Karen Gillan. Yeah. The ending when, like, the mirror wins... Like, mm-hmm. Way to spoil it, dude. <laughs> well, if you haven't seen it, there's no happy mirror ending wins. in this film. Yeah. I thought I had it figured out, too. I thought I think it's just great to say the mirror wins. Yeah. Well, I, since you already spoiled it, I thought for sure the twist was going to be the sister, the, uh, Karen Gillan, was just like making the brother crazier and crazier and then got him to like admit to all this crazy shit that he didn't do. Mm-hmm. No. no, no, it was the mirror. <laughs> I could also see like the the mother, like the creepy ass mom that they kept showing, somehow had taken over the daughter, and that was kind of making her bring the son back to the mirror kind of vibe. But yeah, that's what I that's what I thought that she was gonna like finish the job and kill him. Mm-hmm. All the fast cuts from like haunting dream to reality, uh, it, like it confuses you as the audience. It's 
it's it's really effective. I I love this one. I can't believe um, I forgot about it. Sean texted me. Or, did you watch it last night, Sean? I watched it last night. So this this movie's very fresh for me. Yeah, yeah. So he just sent me the title, and I was like, oh shit, I forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's not really like you were saying. It's not really haunted house, but it all takes place in the house. So I was willing to let that. Yeah, let that yeah. So it's a haunting. Yeah. In a yeah. house. In a house. <laughs> in a house. <laughs> I, mean, I will watch anything with Karen Gillan in it. She is a Scottish goddess. No. But I, I, I like the brother too, uh, Brenton, whatever his. He I don't looks know if so I can early two thousands. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, he, he looks does. like he looks so like. Laguna uh, Beach. He was in another movie, Ghosts of War, which was like a World War Two, uh, haunted house kind of film, which was also pretty decent. Not list worthy, but I love movie. that war movies are now getting into the horror game it's my favorite there's a there's a new one coming out i forget there's, there's something else uh war movie related horror that's coming out soon hmm. all right so we're on the i'm the number four you I'm, are this is too low but i never know what you frittatas are gonna do well let's make your break time buddy all right better be something. only the good stuff Better be something you're confident in. Well, I'm confident. I'm confident that it's too low. Uh, I think you're probably right. So, Vinny, in a panic at number four, <laughs> has picked <laughs> the wonderful Craig T. Nelson vehicle, Poltergeist. Ooh. Jesus Christ, Vinny. Ooh. Well, I was worried. I don't. Oh, I never know what you guys are going to do. <laughs> it's my number one. Yeah, so, it's mine too. So there you go. All right, well, here it is at four, unless you want a money in the bank. Uh, no, no, no. It's a bank. My three is three, and it's, and, you know, don't I don't want to hear it. Sean, is this going to put you in a jam? No. It doesn't matter, but. All no. Right. I, I, I thought this would go. This is my solid number one. This this is the movie that, I mean, there are uh, plenty of uh, haunted house movies. Uh, starting in the 40s, 50s, 60s, they started ramping up with like the haunting. 70s, they started really going. Um, 80s, obviously. Every era has had great, great haunted house movies. And from 1982 on, I think they all take a page out of the poltergeist. Directed by Toby Hooper, uh, involvement from Spielberg. Put the controversy to rest. It is Toby Hooper's film. If you are a fan of Toby Hooper, you can see that it is his movie through and through. You can also see there is Spielberg influence in certain scenes, like the scene where they go into the the kid's bedroom after all the shenanigans have been happening and they bring the, uh, the paranormal investigators up there. And open the door and all the stuff's flying around and there's like stuff flying into the camera's view and like making funny little cute noises and flying away. Hmm. That's very Spielberg. Toby probably wasn't very thrilled with that scene, but that's Spielberg. But this is Toby Hooper's movie. There's been a lot of controversy about uh, Spielberg ghost directing and Toby Hooper just being the name on the credits. False. It has been put to bed enough. Um... And there is so many trademark scenes in this movie. Just like great scares. It's all practical, obviously, because it's 82. Uh, the subtle things, the direct scares with the dude's face melting off 
in the mirror is brilliantly done. The mom with the, the chairs in the uh, dining room being all stacked up. A lot of under re under reaction in this, especially from the mom. Does the chairs get all like stacked up like that? And she's like talking to the toddler daughter. Like, did you do that? No, like, oh, okay, that's a little weird. Um, the daughter getting sucked into the TV. Like, there's there's so many iconic moments. The clown, obviously. Um, this is, in in my opinion, the goat. I mean, it is through and through like so spooky and well done as far as the haunting stuff well acted well written set design is great uh it's it's a haunting masterpiece the tree all tree no terrifying thanks. the tree eating the sun <laughs> yeah and i feel like they underreact to that too they're like oh like look get him down you're like the tree's eating yeah. your son <laughs> Like, burn the whole neighborhood down. Fuck this. Like, what is that, going on? That face peeling in the mirror, that fucked me up for a yeah, long that, time. Yeah, because I saw this far too young. And yeah, I, and yeah, that, me too. I was not okay with that for many years. Um, uh, the, the pool scene with the bodies. Yeah, and all the, all the, the you know, folklore and tales with that being, like, real uh, skeleton and corpses. Like, so there's, there's just so much good stuff in this. The actors for the parents are spot on too i think they're so good everybody talks about uh carol ann the little girl but i think the parents did such a good job in that movie carol ann was great too oh i love her uh the parents were also like when they're in the beginning when they're smoking a J in bed and just like being parents they're just and, like bs and talking about their day yeah, yeah. and the the son comes in because he's scared about the tree uh the lightning thing i believed until i was about 17 <laughs> whenever it was whenever it was thunder and lightning i was count i was counting Waiting after the thunder until the lightning. Yeah. yeah, I was like, "Oh shit!" I was just poltergeist. Great, thanks, Dad. <laughs> um, um, to Vinny's point, what I'll, I'll, about the thing that I feel like every haunting movie took from that? Like before, it was just like having a ghost there lingering or whatever. But when this this took like that imagery because the bathroom scene, mm -hmm. and I saw that out of context. Like walked in on somebody watching this movie. With like the shit calling across the sink, like that imagery, like so creepy, like that. I think was, stuff like that was definitely yeah, carried. An intense focus gets you like real, like scared about that object or like whatever they're focusing on. Yeah, real for sure. The uh, the medians coming in to save the day and all the the, the comedic relief they bring. That has been done many times, uh, again, especially in Insidious. I mean, James Wan definitely took a page out of this with that. But then you had, uh, what was her name? Also in kind of like a page out of that Insidious took out. Uh, her coming in with her creepy self, saving the day. What, uh, what was her name, the little lady? In real yeah. life or the movie? Both. In real life, her name's Zelda something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's great stuff. Remake trash. <laughs> so Wait, a remake? Oh, I a didn't remake. see a remake. Oh, wow. It's shame. awful. It was, uh, <laughs> 2017, I think, 2018. That's, uh, they, uh, put all this emphasis on the clown scene, which wasn't even, I mean, it was, 
creepy scary in the movie. Them, though, and, yeah, but but, oh, they put way too much emphasis on that. Uh, not good. Yeah, it was so bad that didn't even know there was one. Don't watch it. Yeah, no, great. Craig T. Nelson puking up whatever he's puking up. Oh, so much good stuff. Mm-hmm. So much good stuff. They're here. That's so good. You can't build houses on Native American burial grounds. <laughs> and then you have the uh, mayor from Jaws, not, yeah, figuratively, like, yeah. oh, yeah, everything's fine. Like, we just picked them up and moved them. <laughs> Families don't care. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where. <laughs> Um. So jumping ahead here to three, we're back to Pete. It's his last pick, perhaps. Oh. Um, 2015's "We Are Still Here." Okay. Okay. I know that it's a little. It's a little like not of the what you think the top three should be, but I really, really like this movie, and I rewatched it to make sure. Um, because I've actually watched this maybe three times since the first, or three times total. Um, it just has its like uh, it's like kind of a it starts as a slow burn and then it really accelerates up. Um, it's not that long of a movie. Like, I mean, it's like maybe a max an hour and a half. Not even um, an hour and twenty four. I just pulled it up. Yeah, that's ninety five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It says eight out of ten yeah, people it, like this it's movie. Yeah, it's real. It's really good, and it's it's on Shutter. Um, so basically, there's a couple. Uh, they're in their I'm gonna say mid forties, maybe maybe fifty, and they have lost their uh, college age son in a car accident, and they move to. Um, New England, kind of like, you know, an outside of Boston, Massachusetts, small Massachusetts town into a house that, um, a house that, uh, they couldn't say no because of how good the deal was. And of course, with that comes questions and, uh, eerie things start happening a little bit at a time from the beginning, the wife starts thinking, oh, our son is here with us but it's not the sun because somebody pushes over his picture and smashes the glass and who knows what it is. And, um, you end up finding out that, uh, and this isn't spoiler, so spoiler cause you find it out in the first 20 minutes, um, that this was a funeral parlor and the people who owned it were doing some really shady shit. And, uh, the town ended up finding out what they were doing and they, burnt the house down with them in it. Uh, and then now the house needs needs to consume, uh, you know, every so many years. And it's haunted by these kind of like um, uh, charcoal, like, like, like embery, like they're creepy looking figures because they're like, they look like they're, they're burning like embers, like, and they have that crackly sound to them when they're in the room. Um, it's uh, it's good. It's creepy. It gets really violent at the end. Uh, I highly recommend it. And I, um, I'm not ashamed to put it this high up on the list. It's it's really good. I don't think I, I didn't think I saw this one. But then when you mentioned the embery creatures, that kind of sounds familiar. 
Either way, I'll give it a rewatch because for you to put this high, it must it must be a a banger. Yeah, yeah, I, I, it, it, it's really good. We'll have to watch. And it's one. got the yeah. whole. It has the feel. It's one of those movies that's like it's filmed in a way it kind of feels like like it was like and I, and also because I think the timeline is supposed to be like mid nineties, so it's like the coloration of the film and everything has that like mid nineties feel. Yeah, that was kind of uh, when did this come out? Uh, Twenty fifteen. Yeah, there was kind of like a, a. It was a little bit later. Maybe this was part of it that kicked it off. It didn't feel like two thousand eighteen and two thousand twenty one. Like people were trying to bring back that nineties look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like you they, have they, like the, and they have, still are though. <laughs> you have the eighties nostalgia, and people were trying to force a nineties nostalgia. I think yeah. they, that all got kicked off with House of the Devil, and then people followed suit. Well, that, that was, was 80s. Kind of like, that was 80s, though. No, House of the Devil is like a Ty West 2010 show? movie. Yeah, yeah, but, but they were going after the 80s nostalgia. That was oh, yeah, the very yeah. 80s. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like I feel like the throwback in my Jeff loves that color, one. coloration and stuff. <laughs> um, that I'll tell you what. The last 20 minutes of House of the Devil is awesome. I love House I of the I enjoy Devil. that movie. I expect Innkeepers to be number one now, so. <laughs> Just to make Jeff happy. <laughs> All right. I skipped the We're still movies. here. Check it out. <laughs> Joe Bob says, check it out. All right. Where's that leave us? We're at number two. Okay. We're cranking along here. Oh, my goodness. I don't even know how to pronounce this. Ah, <laughs> um, oh, damn it. I still haven't seen this one. I'm going to say watch it. Ganjum oh, Haunted <laughs> Asylum. Enough. I meant to watch this for this list. From 2018. The only reason I think that I know how to pronounce it is because it's in Korean. So the movie's in Korean. It's set in Korea. Um, but it's the only like English-sounding word they say in the movie. I think it's Gonjium. Um So it's basically you have a... Gonjium Haunted Asylum. Yeah, it okay. is... I believe it's, it's on Netflix, and I think it's actually on Shutter too. It's on a couple things. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have a film crew, kind of their their influencers, you would say in this day. Uh, they're doing a live stream. They basically all have GoPros. There's five of them. There's it's like typical tropes. Like you have like the pretty girl, you have the guy who's like the main guy, then you have the guy who gets super scared, and you have the jock. Mm-hmm. Um, so they keep the one guy back. They're doing this live stream. The other guys like tracking their views and whatever, letting them know what to do. Uh, halfway through, you kind of find out that some of it's staged, which isn't even a spoiler. Mm-hmm. Uh, they kind of like say that from the beginning. So some of it's staged for views. They're getting a lot of views and it just goes batshit in this asylum. So there's been a bunch of other people that I've tried. It's, it's gives me a Hell House LLC vibe without giving like the same exact vibe. All right. So it's just like, there's one room, it's sort of like The Shining, like you have one room, they're like, oh, don't go in this room, and of course the one girl goes in the room, and all hell breaks loose, but it is scary. Like, Sweet. this, that movie scared me. Maybe I'll save this for K-Har versus J-Har, because mm-hmm. I, I saw this come up uh, when I was researching, we did a found footage episode, mm-hmm. and it came up on that, and then I saw it again for this one, and I still haven't gotten to it, but... Uh, so in this movie also I thought it was super interesting so they basically you're seeing it through a live stream so it kind of gets annoying but you kind of get used to it so it glitches out 
like the camera keeps glitching like you're kind of like your wi-fi is breaking up but mm. it's supposed to be like you watching it through a live stream and you see right. like basically the twitch stream from a desktop mm-hmm. so it's like it's it gives me a super modern take on found footage hmm yeah, it, it got like, to you huh like it was scary it's scary yeah, it's yeah. Like ghost adventures with like stream like, <laughs> you know it kind of it kind of gives that's like a the vibe i was getting just from the screenshots it kind yeah. of gives a ghost adventures vibe but yeah, like you would fucking expect, scary you never expect that producer guy watching getting haunted on you know well uh what was that other one we talked about it on found footage not hell house uh there was another like ghost adventures one <laughs> damn it i fuck with the ghost adventures yeah so that used to no, we we talked about it at work like right when we did that episode it yeah was, so the dude gets he eventually finds his way to the basement and just loses his mind oh down oh there my in, like, God. in like the gallows yeah it's um Ooh. Grave Encounters. Grave Encounters. Grave Encounters. <laughs> I yeah. kept wanting to say something else. So it's, it's, so it's sort of like that, I guess? Kind of, yeah. So this one, I think it's funny because like the, the twist, sort of, that they tell you at the end is fucking nuts. Hmm. Like, it's sort of predictable, but you're just like, oh, it makes it ten times scarier. And like right. the, the visuals in this movie are fucking crazy. There's one scene where there's a pool, but underneath is like a shower room from the asylum, and they're kind of just like bebopping through there. And they end up somehow coming up through the ceiling out of this water. And then everybody that gets, like, sort of taken over, possessed, is, like, black-eyed, crazy smile. It's it's pretty fucking scary. Yeah, that's dope. Okay. And it's super dark. The whole movie's dark. So, like, watch it with the lights out. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, I'm on board for that. Yeah. yeah. K-Horror versus J-Horror research. Well, yeah, there you go. I haven't that's a good seen one. it, but I'm on board. Yeah. Sounds like uh, maybe a watch this or die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we're at number one? Yeah, we're, we're there. Oh, Sean. Sean had some big decisions to make. I had a lot of thoughts about this pick, but. Did you get weird? Read it out, Jeff. All right, Sean's. No, draw it out a little bit. Give us a little tease. I'm scared. What do you want me to tease? I mean. Did it get weird, or is it kind of. I mean, it's kind of. To dead on. It's kind of really good. It's it's. I hope good. I know what like, it is. Like, if it's not like where you head. should go with this, I would think so. Because I think where you should go is my number two. But these two Drubrons had it really low in their list. It's, it's Eric. He's never seen it, so I. Can't. Oh, that's right. That's it's right. my favorite movie, probably of all that's time. That's right. Yeah, we talked about. But Eric's never seen show. it. Okay, okay. All right. Continue. All right. So yeah, from from <laughs> 1980, The Changeling. Ooh. Oh. Oh no. Sean, good on you, dude. Good on you. I'm not even mad. I'm mad because they came out the same year, so I was like thinking it was already right. There was like a couple that could have gone here, but uh, what I what I really wanted to put was Event Horizon, but we've been pretty uh, <laughs> we've been pretty good with just doing haunted houses. If that was anywhere uh, below six, I would have been completely on board. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite haunting movie, but it's a haunted spaceship. It's a whole different fucking thing. Uh, I'm on board with this. This movie, The Changeling's awesome. Uh, it's a classic. Um, this, uh, I forget what his name is, but he's a George music Scott. professor. Well, yeah. Dominant yeah, performance. Dominant performance. Oh, he's so good. Best performance in any haunted movie ever. I will say that. And he doesn't with have. With confidence. A lot of it is him acting. Because he's, you think it's because he's just drunk the whole time? Yeah, he's a, <laughs> he's a raging alcoholic in real Well, he was in real life. 
I'm pretty sure he he died a couple of years later, but that's fine. Uh, like a lot of Not, the scenes, he was he was acting by himself too. Like he didn't have yeah. a lot of people to act against. Um, yeah, but anyway, he's a uh, a music teacher, music professor, and like a classical composer. And he's he uh, loses his wife and his was his daughter, right? Yep. In a car accident at the beginning of the film, and he decides to move into this vacant Seattle mansion uh, by himself, and he starts writing uh, and starts experiencing all this crazy shit in this mansion. Um, and then he uncovers this crazy murder mystery with the previous owners of the home, and there's some crazy identity swaps and all this like wild shit at and it becomes kind of like a, you know, he's trying to solve this crime, but also experiencing these hauntings and this paranormal shit. And, uh, yeah, I, it's, it's, it's a really good, really good watch. Uh, I, I know there's probably a couple of movies that con- could have gone at number one that involve stuff like that, but, uh, I really you know, this res- was my favorite of them. I really respect this decision. This is a great movie. It is, like we said, George C. Scott just taking the reins. Uh, it's completely atmospheric. It's 1980, so uh, they didn't use practical effects. It's practical uh, scares, I guess you would call it. Like, just a creepy house shit going on with uh, wheelchairs and bouncing balls and things like that. Uh, the, the, atmosphere, the atmosphere and George C. Scott's performance are what... Or what brings it home? It's uh, great stuff. And then Sean, I didn't know if you put it on because out of a head nod because this was the prize for me and Jeff winning the egg toss this year. <laughs> no, was it? Oh yeah, I got a copy. Oh, no, I, I got a copy of the Changeling from Severin and a couple stickers. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, no, I didn't even realize. <laughs> For the record, George C. Scott lived another 19 years after this movie came out. Yeah, so poo-poo <laughs> on anyone that says alcohol. Ten, ten, years, ten years after this, coming out with one of the greatest horror sequels, even though it's the third installment, Exorcist 3. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> we should figure out a George C. Scott versus somebody list, because I love that man. Patton is my father's favorite movie of it, all time. That was my father's I feel favorite like movie that's of all like, time. I feel like it's a very average, like... 65 year old white man dad movie, movie but yeah movie. He, uh, dude yeah. my dad it might have been his favorite movie and then the changeling he said was the scariest movie he's ever seen and i was like all right dad relax he didn't like horror but uh it's pretty calm i mean it's a great movie but calm but Patton, yeah, calm. like him and my uncle would watch Patton and just like it was like they're watching like a notre dame football game when they watched Patton. <laughs> how much they love that movie <laughs> Speaking of haunted houses, uh, my dad told me that his the scariest movie he's ever seen is Amityville. Uh, and, and, uh, we'll get it. We'll, I mean, he, we'll said, get... he said I yeah, was we'll into seven it. in the theaters with my grandma. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I am. I'm very down. I mean, there there's a movie that that maybe could have should have been number one, but I am so down with Changeling being number one. And I am so glad it didn't. This is a wacky. <laughs> this is a wacky list. I've been, I've, been, vo- I've been vocal about that movie on here before, and I don't need to oh, talk I about it again. I couldn't put it number one. It's too cliche. All right. 
Jeff, you want to review the list and then we'll get into discards? Oh, sure. Uh, Top right. 13. Top 13. Haunted Houses. Starting with number 13, Vinny's pick below. Then it goes back to Vinny. Number 12, Dead Silence. Then Pete's Bombshell at number 11 with Casper. Weird. <laughs> Is Hell that, yeah. Is that the only one on the list that everyone just kind of was like, meh? I, I mean, I feel like Below. Sean was into it. No, Sean's got my back. Yeah, Below Below there was a lot of crazy. Just, like, no one's ever seen well, it. Well, yeah, but all right. Uh, number 10, the tag team with Visions. Uh, then we went back to Sean at number 9. This, this is a funny part of the list. I just noticed this. So Sean picks at number 9, His House. Vinny picks at number 8, Hell House. And then Pete picks at number seven, house. <laughs> That's funny. The houses. Yeah. Yeah. The house section. Uh, number six was The Conjuring. Uh, number five, Oculus. Number four, which I guess this is kind of the one that fell the furthest in a sense, uh, for Poltergeist, which I would have thought would one or two. Uh, number three, We Are Still Here. Uh, I'm going to try and say this word again. Uh, number two, Ganjam Ganja Asylum Ganjam Haunted Asylum <laughs> and number one The Changeling um, I think that's yeah, solid it's, it's pretty, solid pretty good I, I'd say the ones I've seen I like and the ones I haven't seen I want to see now yeah mm-hmm. I dig it you, you know what I'll give I'll give us credit to for this reason that you know with Vinny's Dark Horses and, and having you know, four people picking and, and everything. At least we're not putting out there what you're going to find on Google. Yeah. If you Google. Yeah. You know. Or they're like, so, go see The Haunting with. Somebody's uh, going to fuck. Somebody somewhere is going to listen to this. And, yeah. The remake? No, no. No, that's what I'm talking about. Three. No, I'm talking about The Haunting. The original one. Great. The House yeah. on Haunted Hill. I love all yeah, that. Yeah. Stuff, right? I had that on my. Hell House. Uh, yeah, I like this list. Now, Sean, before we get into discards, I want to ask you if I, because I was debating putting the changeling at four. If I would have done that, would you have put Poltergeist one? Uh, I might have. I was between. I was thinking for one, it could have been, it could have been Pete's. It could have been The Shining. Uh, could have been the changeling. You know, I had thought about Amityville, but it's been a long time since I watched that. All right, well, then, so I'm happy with my decision. Because if you would have not put, if Poltergeist didn't make this didn't list, make list, I would have, well, I can't even say I would go home because I am home, but I would have left. I would have well, left. I, I purposefully <laughs> talked to you guys before and was like, can we just do like haunted structures? And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I was pretty close to putting uh, Event Horizon at number one. I do love Event Horizon. All right, now but we're now we're in discard. So, Event Horizon. I mean, that is a haunting tale. It's in. It's they in live space. in the spaceship. It's a haunted. That's their house. It's haunted, yep. and it goes bad. <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, I told you, I told you, Sam Neill. It, mm. it was on my list already with a question mark, and honestly, that movie's in like it's in my top 10, 15 all time horror movies. So, like, I wasn't gonna, you know, argue. Yes. Oh, that movie's fucking great. Sam Neill in that is something else. <laughs> uh, what else? Amityville Horror. I- I'm kind of surprised they made the list, but I-, I appreciate that our our rogue movies made the list over Amityville Horror. It was lower on my list. It's a classic, but it's slow, you know? 
Somebody right now, you tell them go watch that in this day and age where they. And the sequels are so bad. So bad. So bad. Oh my god, wasn't Ryan and Reynolds the, in one of them? The remake. Yeah. Oh, the remake. So yeah, bad. Oh. Because uh, Steph's obsessed with Ryan Reynolds. And I was <laughs> not like, that one. I was like, you gotta watch this remake when I'm not here someday because your boy's in it. <laughs> hey, can I say something? Uh, speaking of Ryan Reynolds, I saw something today, and as a fan, I was like, holy shit, yes. I agree 100%. Deadpool and it was, it, it was someone someone who ha- had a, had, I don't know, was just saying they were coming in with a hot take, and they came in saying... Ryan Reynolds would not be Ryan Reynolds if Bruce Campbell did not pave the path for Ryan Reynolds. That's true. That is that is a good statement. Why can't I see Bruce that? Campbell, Bruce Campbell's personality and even just those three movies, regardless of everything else he did, I mean, it, it, that's that's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's just, accurate. Just an even handsomer form, as far as as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Who uh, Reynolds is? No, Bruce. Ah, Bruce. Obviously, I like Ashley. I like Ryan Reynolds in Blade Three. Don't get me wrong. I I, I would I, if Ryan Reynolds walked in my bedroom right now, and uh, I would have sex with him. And I'm a straight man. <laughs> like give or take. I don't know. I get the height. Either or. Okay. He's mid. Whatever you want. Free guy was funny. I didn't He's Canadian. I, He's a gentleman. I got, I got lube. I don't like free guy. I didn't see it. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> he watched, yeah, but he he watched, but Eric watched Friday on a plane, like so he didn't have any options. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's given us what we all want. He's given us another Wolverine with. Yo, I'm so excited for that. Take on uh, Wolverine with Hugh Jackman. So, so excited for that. Uh, all right. Sorry. Who's got a discard? Uh, Jeff, do you want to get us into the discards? Do you want to guide us in or? I mean, you do your thing. It's pretty much started. Yeah, we're started. <laughs> All right, I'll go. Um, there's only really... Uh, I'll go quick. All right, there's a movie I just watched, came out within the last two years, called Deep House. Anybody watch it? Yeah, it was okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like, if it was going to make my list, it was going to be low. Yeah. Basically, a haunted house that's buried under a lake because they drowned the valley but you find out that a bunch of fucked up shit happened there it's unique in the fact that the terror happens to them underwater and they're in scuba gear so like that's that's kind of the caveat um i love the aquatic uh, that sounds cool it's definitely, it's definitely worth it's definitely worth a watch um it's not it's not great but you know there's enough creepy stuff that happens and like i said the fact that like your escape route, like you're, you're, they're down low. It's not like the like it's like right under the lake. Like they have to like slow ascend kind of thing because of divers, divers fever or whatever they call that. The bends. Yeah, the bends. And then uh, uh, I just said uh, the word caveat. There's a movie on uh, Shutter called Caveat. The claymation uh, movie. It's not claymation. You think it is if you it, just by seeing the little tile, it's not. That, that's, uh, that's, I, was like, that's just, I saw that little no, no. poster. I was like, I don't like claymation skit. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> it's just the, it's just the toy that's in the movie. Okay. Um. So it's weird because I didn't. It, if it was gonna make my list, it would have been low. But it's like um, because it's haunting, but it's like it kind of surrounds this whole other storyline. Um. 
but I, I'm going to say it's worth a watch as just a horror movie. Um, cause it, I enjoyed the whole thing. It's really weird and creepy. Um, this guy goes and, uh, uh, he, he, he just gets out of, all you know is that he just suffered an accident and he's short, he's short of luck. And this guy hires him to watch his niece whose father just killed himself, but the, in this house on an Island and he has to strap himself into it, this vest. It's really fucking weird. Check out Caveat on Shutter, because uh, there's also a roundabout thing about it being a haunting as well. It's just kind of a, and it's also a short. It's also like an hour and a half tops. Uh, it's a good movie. Yeah. I'm done. Uh, I was very disappointed. Well, not, I shouldn't say very disappointed. I'm surprised Insidious didn't make the list, even though Jeff doesn't like it. And Pete, did you say you don't like Insidious? I saw the first one. I haven't seen any of the sequels. Is it Haunted House? I thought it was kind Insidious. Of like, is it's Haunted Child. House. Haunted Child. Haunted Child. I thought I kind of just more about not possession. It's not, not possession. A, it's astral projecting though. It's yeah, I think of it as like demon. Realm. But only in the first one. Yeah, the sequels go downhill pretty quickly. Yeah, the the one that was with the girl in the wheelchair, whatever sequel. I don't even. I think it had to be three. She was in an apartment in a wheelchair. That's it. Just lost me. Yeah. Yeah. First one, the, the first mom, one's fucking scary. The first one scared the shit out of me. Scary. There's the like, mom from uh, Detroit Rock City is definitely creepy as like the medium lady. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she yeah she's in many. She's the scary, only two yeah. things I know her from. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's um, true. her long face. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's good stuff. There's a lot of haunting images. A lot of good jump scares with. Uh, the demon showing up behind uh, Patrick Wilson's face. Oh, at the dinner the, table? The, the Darth, Maul, Darth Maul demon. Yeah, I saw that in theaters, and it was just so loud. It was a boom, jump yeah. the, the music in that, too. They play a lot of Tiny Tim walking through. Like, yeah, hey, that scene is there. terrifying. It's fucking scary. And then um, the one where the mom's downstairs, and uh, she like hears like a, a ghostly demon voice. Like uh, I forget what it yells, like, Right now, yeah, yeah, and it's loud. Yeah, um, the haunting. So there's, so we didn't get into some of the old silver screen movies, but there's a lot of really good ones in this subgenre. The Haunting, nineteen sixty-three, um, Hell House, The Haunting of Hell House, um, uh, what the hell's it called with uh, Vincent Price? The house is on a hill. There's some too. great silver screen ones like that are just they're not going to be scary to us because we have seen so much yeah, uh, in the modern era. But like just the appreciation for what they were doing back then and how well crafted they are, great stuff. Uh, Ty uh, West, I was gonna, I was gonna ask Jeff if he's seen uh, what is it? The Uninvited was one I saw on a bunch of lists. Yeah, it's the one with the cat. Yeah. Yeah, it's re- a real old. Yeah, it's not. Forty nine, I think. Wait, the uninvited with the cat? I don't no, know. No, I, I, I saw with... it on a bunch of lists. It's a haunted, haunted house movie. Oh, uninvited. It's old. Uh, Are you thinking of the I'm uninvited the one now. with the cat and the cruise ship? Yeah, that's what I was. But <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. That was a great buy. I will never regret buying that Blu-ray. Yeah, no, I don't think I've ever seen the uninvited, the old. Nineteen forty nine. I saw it on a bunch of lists. Oh, I see one from 1944 on. on All right, 44. That was a little off. But I don't know. I, I have to look into that. So I, I can't really speak to it. Uh, 
Ty West, the innkeepers. I love it. Yeah. Listen, listen to you. I don't understand your hate. Can you try watching X? As a lover of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I think you'll like X. Are you listening to me? Pass. <laughs> Paranormal Activity. This okay. one bugged me. Hey. Mm. Only the first right, okay. one. Wait, Only the first one. Only the first one. Uh, I, and the second this? one. Huh? So this movie falls in the same category to me as Insidious. It's a haunted person. So yeah, I know we allowed, the on, stuff I know we allowed still... on the haunted mirror and stuff. But I'm just saying, it's like a little, it's like almost like a... Ex, as, it's not possession, like though. It's not possession. But she is possessed at the end. Well, at the end? Whatever. This movie scared the shit out of me in theaters. Like, I was yeah, not no, it's okay. a great movie. I, went, I had to uh, go to... Dude, I remember you after this movie. I was not good. I was not good. <laughs> I, I've never seen anyone, like, this scared of a movie before. I had to go to Cheesecake Factory or something afterwards for dinner. <laughs> And I went into the bathroom, and someone slammed the stall door a little too loud, and I yelped and had to apologize. And I was like, I just saw Paranormal Activity. I'm sorry. And like, it, it, it really hurts me. Uh, and then Ghost Ship was the last one that I wanted to mention for, especially for a different type of haunting. It, it, it's an okay movie, but I appreciate uh, Mudvayne being in the soundtrack. I appreciate... The opening scene with uh, it's pretty gory with everyone getting cut by that wire. That's pretty cool, and it kind of you know not great after after that, but still something something a little bit different in your haunting with it being a haunting cruise ship, haunted cruise ship. I also had a couple of the old ones on mine. I had I had the house on Haunted Hill in my original one. I had Hell House in mine. But I think the two that I really would say that I, I threw out were very similar in title. The Orphanage and The Others. Oh, The Others. I forgot about it. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Others with Nicole Kidman. That's a great twist. Super, super cool. They Both of those movies are kind of similar to me. But, like, yeah. The Others with Nicole Kidman. Sort of you don't know what's going to happen. But it gives kind of the sixth sense twist at the end. You don't yeah. really know. Wild. Um, and just super creepy with... I'm surprised that's not more talked about. It's like, that's no, like... And you would think with Nicole big. Kidman. Yeah. yeah. Like, you'd say that was... I feel like not a lot of people know that. Um, and also the orphanage, just like the... That kind of gives the Guillermo del Toro visuals, so I think it's super beautiful. Uh-huh. The um, the mom annoys me a little bit for some reason in that movie, but at the end of the day, I think kind of the twist at the end of that too with the boy, the orphans, and something about the kid with the sack over his yeah, head just fucking scared me. Yeah. yeah, kids are fucking creepy. Potato right? head kid. Like... <laughs> So the kid with the sack over his head, I agree with, but I watched that movie anticipating maybe it would make my list, and I kind of was like, "Fuck this movie." We, where did we even have that? Uh, it was like a number six. It was a little. It was too long and too slow of a burn to not mm-hmm. have a better payoff climax. Yeah, that's just for me. That's just me. I don't know why something about when she poisoned all those kids. And they, she found them in the sacks under the fucking steps, yeah. and the kid was under there, but he was alive, and then he was dead, and then he was out. Yeah, that's true. Sean, did you already go over yours? No, I, we talked about a bunch of them already. Uh, I mean, The Shining, I could feel like is the obvious one we didn't put on this list. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, duh. Yeah. I picked the um, I picked the Gone GM. 
for number two because I wanted to leave The Shining. <laughs> well, wow. we've talked about The Shining a bunch in the past. That's and... why I get nervous and put things at four because I never it. know what they're yeah. going to do. I, I don't know. Some of us think The Shining's a little overrated. I or the know. most overrated I'm horror movie rated. Pete, all right, all right, all right. Let's have a little quiet time and let Pete explain. How is this movie overrated? Because it's a masterpiece. I don't know. It's, it's people <laughs> saying that that makes it feel that way. But it's kind of it's boring. <sighs> oh, I know how he feels. <laughs> we but, will have a separate side but, episode about this. Jack, <laughs> all right. So haunting stuff aside, horror stuff aside, Jack Nicholson's performance. Oh yeah. There's Fantastic. nothing boring about it. It is captivating. No, oh, he's amazing. Yeah, Shelley Duvall. Shelly Duvall's aesthetic is captivating. Yeah, right? yeah. Look, she's as possible. I said as possible. I can care less about the kid and the kid I can care less about the kid and the kid is kind of what like the whole thing's about. Well, yeah. I don't care about the kid either. That's why Jack doesn't care about the kid. <laughs> he doesn't care about the kid either. <laughs> but the the two bar scenes alone Oh like, my god. That movie could be on TV at any point. If, if it could be five minutes or forty minutes before those two bar scenes, and I'm in it just for that. I'll tell you why I think why I think it's tainted for me is that I didn't see this movie until like five years ago. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and I, I feel see. like seeing it and just everyone. Oh my god, it's the best! And I'm just like, I really I mean, love it. Mm. It's I also two and a, like it. It's two and a half hours long. It doesn't feel like it. I know. Though. I love that every two. Every I've watched it, it start to finish yeah. plenty of times, and I enjoy the whole ride. Tell it to me in an hour forty or less. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to miss those beginning scenes when he's meeting with the <laughs> the hotel manager, and Jack Nicholson's all smiles, and he's like, "Oh yeah, we'll we'll do great here." He's like, "Oh, I, I already know you're fucked." So, uh, I don't get it. Wait, so Pete, what do you think about um? Uh, what should we call it? The sequel. Doctor Sleep. Dr. Sleep. I didn't see it. You haven't seen you haven't seen it? I didn't right. see it. Oh, it's good. It either, so. I waited. I want him to watch the first one first, but I waited like I was super skeptical. I waited two years. And then I finally watched it and it was I'm scared. I, really, I don't I really want to watch it because I've I, I watched it two it. or three times since then. It, I've read it's good. I've read both of the books. So I read the Doctor Sleep book and it was mm-hmm. I didn't read that the same book. But, like, the Shining book is better than the Shining movie. It's so much different. And then... Like, I was like, like Kubrick... I Kubrick did I make love it Stanley Kubrick just, like, as a whole. But I do still think that, like... Hmm, the movie's a masterpiece, but it could have been... Like, just a certain points from the book that would have been put in the movie would have set it over the edge even but more. But I don't know if it was my love of the movie. It's not my favorite of the King books, though. No, no. Salem's Lot. Ooh, Perfect. okay. Perfect. <laughs> is the is the book good? Salem's Lot. Yeah. Oh, it's it. Uh, yeah. It. I have it. I have it, but I've never read it. I was working at the oh, Dolphin Swim to. Club snack bar, and I read <laughs> Salem's Lot, <laughs> and it shook Hot me. Job. Like I was like turning customers away. Like, there was a little kid come up. Can I get a twisted soft serve? Get, get the, the fuck, fuck out, out of here. here. It's chapter 13. <laughs> I'm in this. Get out of here. I like the Pet Cemetery book, too. <laughs> yeah, Pet Cemetery is great, too. 
Yeah. That, that it? Anyone have any other <laughs> crazy oh, childhood the stories they want to tell? <laughs> the only other one I was going to say, uh, and I don't even know if it was because the movie was good or, or just because I liked seeing him not playing Harry Potter, but I liked the woman in black. I don't know. I, lo- uh, I left it out. I, we started rewatching it just for this, and then I was like, nah. I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't like that movie. I think I, I think I saw it when it came out, so I don't know that I've watched it in 10 years, but just seeing him, seeing him in a, a, a different role uh, instead of playing Harry Potter. I, I might have been uh, too much like, fuck Harry Potter. Yeah, I don't so maybe fuck I should, Harry Potter. Maybe I should rewatch it now. But uh, at the time, I was too much fuck Harry Potter. I get. I don't. It's well reviewed. Uh, I enjoyed it. I think when it came out, and and then he was he was doing his weird full nude play then too. Uh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> just, just, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah but no, I, I don't fuck with Harry Potter. I never saw him. <laughs> yeah, but now he's Weird Al, and I'm so excited to see that movie. Yeah, I'm gonna go with you. <laughs> yeah, that's that, 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 really good. <laughs> Eric has a weird movie that I think he's the only person that wants to see. It's kind of a newer one. It's called A Haunt 2019. It's about actually like a haunted attraction type. Is that with the clown cover? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He wanted that on the. He wanted that on the list so bad. That's more of a killer. That's like killer kidnapper. That's what I said. It's kind of like a killer vibe, right? Yeah, it's funny because I I based around a haunted house and. Makes me scared to go to haunted yeah, houses. Yeah. It's I was, a really good movie. Yeah, and I was ashamed that I liked it because it's produced by Eli Roth. Mm-hmm. Oh damn it! Is it really? Yeah, and I was like, I can't believe mm-hmm. I like this. <laughs> no, Are but you it's, with uh, Eli Roth and Ty West hater. Uh, yeah. We all hate Eli yeah. Roth. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure Pete Sean do. I, I definitely. There's do. a whole episode about where <laughs> they do, of uh, hating him. I'm not a maybe. Big fan, no, but... well they do. They do Eli Roth versus Rob Zombie, and they. Maybe we'll. That's uh, an old one. Well. It's actually my favorite. It's my favorite episode of this podcast. I'm not even on. <laughs> I have to go listen. The we'll save. Uh, we'll do like a hater episode for Festivus this year or something. We'll just air our grievances. On, Ooh, that on sounds all fun. The, all Make sure you write hate. that down. Yeah, I don't have my notebook. Because I would love really to down. quote knock knock again. <laughs> 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 all right. I don't want you to you quote. You fucked me. <laughs> I don't want you to it's quote. It's free fucking <laughs> pizza. <laughs> Uh, here we go. <laughs> He's sweating. I think uh, we we need we needed the soundbite of that just to, at any time to play. Yeah, if this thing, if this uh mixing board or whatever you want to call it, yeah, mixing board had and more buttons. than like yeah six buttons, we have all I would have all sorts of shit in here. Free fucking pizza. I would have so much just from Greasy Strangler alone. <laughs> Bullshit artist. Bullshit artist. Bullshitter. What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> um, anyone else? That is that it? Can I wrap it up? I think we're ready to wrap. Uh, do you guys want to plug a little bit? So I didn't mention Liss and Eric are amusement park and roller coaster enthusiasts. Ooh. They are, uh, and they're very well, very well documented on it on their instas. If you guys want to share. Uh, okay, so I am. Um... A little bit more of the serious photography for amusement parks and roller coasters page. Uh, it is fearless. My name is obviously Alyssa, so it's fear l y s s underscore coasters. And uh, I actually take photography a little bit seriously. And we she does a great job with it. Lots of food, lots of amusement parks, roller coasters, events. We travel around. 
Uh, and then Eric can tell you about yeah. his little page he made to mock me. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, it's just like a mocking of the whole. <laughs> he just made fun of me, That's basically. Rude. Yeah, fuck him, right? Yeah, coaster goonies, coaster <laughs> underscore goonies. And I just take, I just post the worst pictures possible I could ever take. I'd like spin around in circles, take them blurry as hell. Huh? I just thought you were really bad at it. No, no like whenever I checked, I was like, I was like, oh, okay, you know Eric's trying. Just actually, take a blurry picture with an iPhone or something. It's so hard. It's a bit of a meme page. He has some lots of limb biscuit in there and lots of. Oh, we're always down for limb biscuit. Yeah, yeah, he has lots of. Oh, uh, Limp Biscuit references and making fun of me and uh, well, Liz's real page is super dope. Uh, we love a good roller coaster, but she is like hardcore with it. She's taught me about things about roller coasters that I didn't even know uh, <laughs> existed, and uh, about like different like you can get a different ride depending on the day. I was like, oh shit, the day, the didn't, seat, the... didn't didn't even realize that. I mean, the seat I knew, but like I didn't know one was riding a certain way on one day than it is on the other. Yeah. Uh, so check them out on the instant. Good stuff. We'll we'll plug in. Go to Halloween Horror Nights. Go to Hershey Park in the dark. Halloween Horror Nights. Jeff's going, and I am envious. Can't wait. Yeah, I hope you get it all done. Get them all done. <laughs> and now I'm starting early. So they're I'm all told. they're all worth it. You gotta be in it to win it. Like get some Adderall from Shane or something. I was like, we were two a.m. fucked up. We couldn't even walk at the. We were walking out of there at fucking two thirty in the morning, and our legs were, were just limping <laughs> from all day. All right, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for us. Until next time, we are the Killer Pod crew. Love, peace, and chicken grease. We are out of here. And we're out. <laughs>